Hey guys, this is Diana Michelle, and you're watching Three Count Podcast. When in that, an unbelievable weight that you might hate, but you can't even hate. Dark which find a drag ball at. Now entering the ring. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and as always, I'm the one who leads you on these expeditions. But we know it's not about me. It's about now entering the ring. And who's entering the ring today? Well, she is our first international guest. You guys see her. She's a part of SSW. You guys can find her on Primetime Wrestling as well as that little championship behind her. CPW, give it up for Kiara. Nice to meet you, everybody. Hey, thank you for coming on the show. You're very welcome. It's 7 p.m. here in England, and I know you're over in Maryland, right? Right, right. Yeah, that's what I was like. I So it's funny because I see a lot of people, they'll like schedule interviews, but they'll forget the whole time zone thing. So they're like, mm-hmm. well, PM my time. And then obviously you get like five hours ahead. So it's like, it's midnight. I was like, I'm not recording the show at seven o'clock where she's like, I, I'm tired. I don't want to, I don't want to even be on these interviews. So I'm like, hey, let's, let's get it mounted right. So that way, you know. I've done, a, I've done a few podcasts at midnight, some at 1am, and I always down a Red Bull, sugar-free Red Bull, just to give me that extra bit of pep. I am not sponsored, by the way. But you should be. You just, like, throw it out. <laughs> it's all right. Over here, over here in America, we have, a, we have Monster Energy Drink. Oh, yeah, Monster. Without, without, without any regards, okay? They came out with this new series called the Hydra Series, and one of them is called Red Dog. Never called me, never asked me if they used my name. They just put it out there dog spelt d-a-w-g yep as well way. yep you should send a cease and desist <laughs> i should i'm be like look i have all sorts of stuff that has my name on there and you guys did not ask for permission but i will take five cents of every uh every cell that you guys have can. yeah i'm sure they've made millions and i'm like i'll, I'll take a couple thousand from you guys <laughs> do you know i have a fun fact speaking of promotions i've been an extra in a tic-tac commercial you have in the UK, and I can't find the commercial. It was a few years ago. <laughs> I want to put it on my YouTube. That would be like, yo, check it out. I'm an actress too. Like, you're the works. You've got everything going on for you. Yeah. So I'm curious. Let's get into like some of these these questions that we have. Uh, my first one is going to be like, who's Kiara? So Kiara has two personalities. When she's feeling a little bit villainous. She'll come to the ring, imagine Kate Middleton, but evil. So she'll look down on the, on the peasants, on the plebeians. She'll stroke her pearls. She'll, she'll look at the riffraff and think, do they really deserve my time here right now? And she'll be full British, full British snobbery, and she gets a lot of booze. But if Kiara's feeling in a good mood, she's more happy-go-lucky. She's got pink and black. She's got silver colours. She's just super energy. I'd describe it as having, as if you've had five Red Bulls or five Monster Energy drinks. So you're just buzzing. <laughs> That's awesome. I like the, I like the, the Kate Middleton, like throw in there, just very villainous. I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so how did you get into the business? Yep. So started out as a fan. Uh, was a little bit young in the Attitude Era. I only remember staying up late. So in the UK, we'd have rituals where we'd st- it would be 1am when a pay-per-view, a WWF pay-per-view would start. So I was a little bit young to stay up late past my bedtime. 
but I had an older brother and sister who would. And I remember in 2001, 2002, getting to stay up late. And that was a big moment for me when I was, I was quite young. And I remember playing the WrestleMania 2000 game on Nintendo 64, playing the creator wrestler, made my wrestler six, seven foot tall, made him 500 pounds because I had no concept of height and weight. <laughs> I, I went from that young age, grew up a bit, went to WrestleMania 28 in Miami, Florida in 2012. And... There, I could appreciate the sport a lot better and the technicality and also just the spectacle of the show, the crowd. You know, there were helicopters flying overhead and you felt like the centre of the world for those few hours. So I left that WrestleMania thinking, I really want to join this business, not just as a fan, but as a worker. So I left WrestleMania that year, started at Robbie Brookside School, you might be familiar with him on the ITV. That's like not the BBC, but the ITV. It's another yeah. TV show we've got in the UK. So in the 70s and 80s, we had a TV show every Saturday called World of Sports, which would be watched by like 15 million people every week. So they've got really high numbers. It was sort of before we had WWE, WWF on television. I wasn't alive during this era, so I wasn't too familiar with it as a fan. But I started to learn the British technical wrestling and I got better at that, went to university, studied natural sciences at Cambridge. That was really intense. It's like one of the best universities, but it was very difficult. So I had a little hiatus for a few years, then started back up again after I graduated, went to Lance Storm's Wrestling Academy. And since then, been well, I did some shows in Canada. I've been doing shows since then. And I've loved every minute of being in the business. Wow, because yeah, Robbie, Robbie currently is a trainer at the the UK Performance Center, right? Yep, he is. He's um, I believe he's done stints in the the US, the 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 US one in Florida, the Performance right. Center. I think he goes back and forth between them, and he works quite closely with William Regal. And I'm currently being trained by Marty Jones, who trained William Regal. Um, he's up by Manchester. Have you heard of Manchester? Yes. Yeah probably heard of it from Manchester United the football team that's the only team that matters in this in this life well soccer team I should have yeah, when soccer. it comes to the Premier League that's all that matters there's nobody else in the world like I don't care <laughs> my brother would disagree with you he'd say Arsenal but I'm not a huge soccer fan yeah <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm more I like anything that's over the top something more theatrical right it's the same with the kind of music I like I like bands that wear costumes and have even if they're guys, they've got loads of makeup on and anything over the top, yeah. anything like that. I just, I've always loved it. I've loved TV shows like that. You know, one of my favorite TV shows is Judge Judy. Have you ever seen that? Yes, I love Judge Judy. <laughs> so good. Especially when she she lays down the law and she's like, stop talking when I'm talking. And you, she just scared the pants off of you. Yeah, I know. She's very intense. It's it's funny because like you talk about things going over the top. That's exactly how I found Manchester United was because there was a movie called Euro Trip. I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, but Vinnie Jones was in a movie and like he was like getting in people's faces and talking about how awesome the red was. And I was like, I have no idea who he's talking about. But there's like this one particular scene with this one particular line that they're at the Vatican. And he rolls up on this dude and he's like, oh, you little pricks around here, all with your faces looking at me this way. And the guy was like, 
but I'm Swiss. He's like, them too. And I'm, <laughs> I'm a Manchester fan. I'm just, just a United is it. That's how I became a Man U fan. <laughs> That's amazing. So yes, I'm I'm all about like over the top characters, and you talk about like bands that just like like wear makeup and just go over the top. Like I'm I love like I don't know if you're into big '80s rock, but there's a band called Twisted Sister. Like, yep, yep. Did they do? No, I'm thinking of Alice Cooper. Who? What songs did Twisted Sister do? We're not do? gonna take it. We're not. Gonna We're not gonna take it. Yeah, yeah. That's them. And then like Kiss, obviously, like of course, like the big ones. But yeah, yeah. So I'm. Like you're like speaking my language about like over the top things. I'm that's me, one hundred percent. Amazing. But uh, I'm curious though, because like you said, like how did you? Okay, so how did you get into Judge Judy? Because I don't imagine that like it. I don't imagine that the UK would carry it, but yeah, we've got we've got loads of US shows. We've got Keeping Up with the Kardashians. We've got Ms. and Mrs. We've got the Total Divas. You know all the WWE reality shows. And Judge Judy's on Discover, I think. We've got Discover. And we've got Sky. And I think BT Sport. I know recently WWE made a deal with Peacock. I don't yeah. we don't have Peacock, but we have BT Sport and they play Raw and SmackDowns. Yeah, it's funny because like I watch so like I try to watch as much as I can for like wrestling wise, but yeah, I'm always like uh looking for other ways to watch like wrestling and BT mm-hmm. sports always seems to be like the thing that pops up whenever I'm on any website and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go watch raw or SmackDown and like check us out on BT sports. And then I'm watching all the British commercials. So I'm very like familiar with the whole, the whole scene, what you guys got going on. over there. <laughs> also, I always find it. I always, um, I'm always thrown back because I'm just like, man, like, I don't know what the conversion rate is for the dollar bill to the pound, but everything is done in the pound. And I'm just like, I think it's oh. last time I checked it was one to 1.3 something so for every pound sterling you'd get 1.35 dollars it's cool for me yeah. <laughs> it's our fans are like our fans are listening right now and they're just like I'm not interested in this but the, yeah I'm saying like this is the first time we get to actually have these kind of cool conversations well make them interested so yeah. I bought game you know the GameStop thing yes it's crazy so I bought some GameStop shares and I had to convert my money to dollars so depending on how well the dollar versus pound was doing as well as the GameStop craziness I was making right. only made a little bit I didn't I didn't get in soon enough for oh, the craziness man. yeah it's funny because I, I used to work at GameStop oh really yeah yeah, yeah. I was a uh, I was a manager for the longest time and then uh what's crazy is I'm not the only one uh, there's another wrestler that's very big. Uh, he's in the impact scene. If you know who Raheem Raju is, mm-hmm. he, he was as well. So it was kind of funny, like finding that out and like being able to talk to him about that stuff too. So I was like, oh, wow. Like here's like two people from like, we had no relation, but then also are like, no, like way of like knowing who we were, but we're both like in the wrestling business and we both came from like the GameStop. Yeah, so it's it's weird, but I was like, that's such a small world, and then you find out like how much you love, like the world, the world, the world of wrestling through like other means. So it was just it was a lot of fun. I'm curious to know though, and I have to find this out. Like, so you've been in the business, you've been through a lot of wrestling schools, like you said, Lance and with Marty, with Robbie. Just, what's your worst bump that you've taken? Okay, so this was early on. I won't name names. But I was doing a, a double leg Nelson, which in the US is called a sunset flip. Yeah. And it's where the person is leaning forward. 
and I was I was going over them and they stood up too quickly so as you're supposed to sort of curl around and they fall back mm-hmm. but they stood up too quickly this planted the ground and I remember like that was the first time I think I got a concussion but touch wood I don't get concussions very often in fact I think I've only had the one so that was probably the worst bump oh no <laughs> that's that's crazy I actually uh yeah I have scorpion myself trying to do... yeah yeah it was first time like almost not really because no one was trying to stand up on me but like I went over the top and I knew it too because I've seen it I'm like I've seen this a million times in wrestling how hard can this be and as I went over like I forgot to tuck my chin to go in for the roll and I just like face down feet over the top <laughs> that was like Oof. not a good luck <laughs> Um, okay, so then from like where you're, where's Bump? Like, tell me about one of your hardest hits. Um, that I've done to someone or someone's done to me. Why not both? <laughs> well, I try to be quite light when I work. Uh, I want to make it look like there's impact, but so the other person doesn't really, so it doesn't feel nasty. Right. So there's the worst thing is if there's a giant gap and the audience can see, you know, if you go to kick someone in the stomach and you don't connect at all and there's a big gap <laughs> and the other person sells, which is, yeah, you don't want that to happen. So I try and make slight contact. But when I was at Lance Storm school, he told us to practice kicking. Like if you're waiting for the bus and you're waiting by the curb, the sidewalk, just practice kicking the edge over and over and just, try and graze it ever so slightly so you're just touching it but just practice 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 wherever you are and try and work light because if you you'd rather you'd rather accidentally lay it in than if you're already working strong strong style if you then misjudge strong style then you really lay it in right so I try and work light and um when in terms of who's hitting me I quite like when the girls lay it in a bit. I like when I can feel it because I'd rather have someone work a little bit stronger to me than work too light. I know sometimes, not so much nowadays, but sometimes we gotta we got to put the women's wrestling over. We want it to look legitimate. The last thing we want is for people to be like, oh, that didn't really connect. So it's a fine balance to strike, I think. Yeah, no, I totally understand that. And that's one of the things that like, I tell people right off, off the jump, like people ask me, you know, like what kind of worker are you? And I tell them, I was like, I, I like to work snug. So like my clotheslines are like, I'm not going to compare myself to this man, but if I hit you, I make a lot of sound like I'm Walter coming in with a clothesline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm looking for it. And then like, I tell people like, you can hit me too. Like I'm okay taking shots. Like I know it's coming. That's fine. I, I've had um, somebody recently, they did that eat the feet where they put their mm-hmm. foot like, you know, on your neck and their foot slipped up and it just busted my mouth. Like, no. So I'm sitting here like just, and it looked cool. It was a cool visual. Cause like I'm sitting here on the bottom with like blood, like trickling on my mouth and the guy's in the back. He's like, I'm so sorry, man. This has never happened before. I'm like, I, I don't care. He's like, I've been in the business 11 years. It's, this is the first time I'm like, I, okay, it's fine. Like it's, I know what I signed up for. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a contact sport at the end of the day. It's yeah. like rugby or American football. It's anything with contact, stuff's going to happen. Of course. And that's why I was like, yeah, we're going to be, it's like, it's going to be okay. There's no heat. Just let's keep it going. 
But um, that's crazy, though. I And to know that you you prefer to be hit rather than to hit. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's cool, too. It's cool. But you're like, and like you said, right, with like women's wrestling, especially like, you know, and I'm one of, I'm one of the biggest like advocates for like women wrestling. Like uh, I know on our debate show, like that's one thing like I'm always like harping on. But uh, yeah, it's it's crazy to see such a great the how would I put this? Not so much like the evolution because that just that just sounds very WWE ish. But the growth that women have had, yeah, in like the last ten years has been incredible. It's just gone up and up. And the the WrestleMania that I went to, 2012, it's coming up to ten years. And you know, since to to have seen it develop this much has just been incredible. Yeah. And like, it was, it was like, we were talking about beforehand, like, you know, when I introduced you to my daughter, it's just that, uh, you know, you see people like AJ Lee, who really was like, I'm not this, I'm not this diva-esque kind of wrestler where we just do like these little light slaps and tackles and then just like roll around and pull hair. It's like, I want to wrestle. And then you see people come through and breaking barriers like Becky and Charlotte mm-hmm. and Paige and Sasha and Charlotte. And then like, then even just outside of that, when you look at like the impact and you have your tire Valkyries and you have, you know, awesome Kong and you have all these other mm-hmm. big names that are like tearing up the, the ground. Aja Kong. There's another one that I just, I just let slip my mind, but like all these women that are like taking this, this ball and just moving this ball up. So like hearing people talk about, they like, want to push, put their like three inches into it and lift the boulder up the mountain more. It's just, it's yeah. Fun. So I'm curious though, like what kind of advice would you give to up and coming wrestlers? I would say be willing to travel very long distances. So especially if there was an up and coming wrestler in the UK, I would say, so when I was in Canada working shows there, people would regulate that the next promotion over was nine hour drive and they'd regularly make that trip, maybe stay over. In the UK and Europe, we're so lucky. You've got so many promotions clustered together and to take advantage of that. And if it's a, you know, be willing to drive as far as your American and Canadian counterparts and because they're working really hard to so make sure you step up, be willing to drive nine hours, be willing to go to Scotland and Wales, be willing to go to Ireland, you know, every opportunity, take it, like take it by the throat. I would say have a backup that's what I've done so get an education there was times at university where I really 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 wanted to quit and I kept thinking about what JR said how WWE are looking for people who could be ambassadors people with college degrees and the best thing is if you get a college degree it looks better for WWE if that's your goal might not be and the other advantage is if you do touch word this doesn't happen but if you do have a career ending injury you'll have a backdrop something to fall back on so I'm I'm good at computer coding I know Python I know R and a lot of my IT analyst day job is developing my coding skills so I know if no matter what happens with wrestling if the wrestling were suddenly to stop I've still got those skills I'd recommend for people follow your dreams 100% follow your dreams but if you can get a degree in a STEM subject as a backup, even if you don't love it, like you love wrestling, so make that your goal. But something that will help you towards the goal is having that security blanket of knowing that you have something to fall back on. That would probably be my advice. That's great advice. Like, 
I know, like, I, it's funny because I hear that a lot too. Like, I, I myself um, graduated with a degree, um, and I, I tell people that all the time. Like, you know, like I've, I've had a path that not very many people have followed. In fact, I think even in this business myself, I think I know only probably like three or four people who actually kind of traveled a similar road, or even one that's even more extreme to mine. Um, then that's just being like going from military to college and then going mm-hmm. on. But yeah, definitely having a backup plan is always a necessity like because you can never you can't predict the future but if you keep running towards your dreams and something happens you kind of need something to help you rebuild back up and find out that new that new love interest that you're gonna have so that's great advice to give thank you so my last heavy hitting question before we get into the second best segment of the three count podcast is i need one do and one don't of the locker room okay that's a good one okay I'd say don't if there's a certain number of chairs and they're like let's say there's four chairs and five people maybe be the one that sits on the floor like don't take that last chair especially if you're more junior if you if you see a chair and take it you might not even realize that there's not enough chairs for everyone so don't be the person that takes the chair especially if you're junior even if you're senior it's it's a courtesy thing of course when you're more senior you can take more liberties but don't be the one that takes the last chair that would be a don't a do would be to shake everybody's hand greet everybody that's the standard that's the biggest do of all the do's if you do that then you're halfway there already yeah, actually, I like that don't. That's not one that's been brought up before. So it's definitely, no. mm. it's definitely a good don't to have. Like if you're a junior dude, like just just let it go. Just that chair is that chair is for somebody else, and just you know, get yourself. Or even better, yeah, you know, like even if it is the last chair, like get your stuff on and just move off the chair. Like just yeah, you know, place to sit. Works out. <laughs> so those are my heavy hitting questions, but we do have to get into the second best segment of all three count podcasts and by that the first is the red dogs power rankings that you can find on the debate show but it is a three count podcast 10 count questions and here's how it works cara i'm gonna fire off 10 questions at you and whatever first answer pops in your head that's your answer okay all right so we're gonna put on imaginary timer just for added pressure and here we go smackdown or raw Smackdown. Favorite color? Blue. Three things that you would take with you on a deserted island? Phone. Water. Blanket. Favorite movie? Joker. Nice. Are you a morning bird or a night owl? Definitely night owl. (laughs) Favorite cartoon? Dragon Ball Z. Let, we, we definitely got something else we're going to talk about. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Too hot. Favorite podcast? Probably Law. Okay. And then nominate one person that you want to see on the show. Tony Storm. Yes. 100% yes. <laughs> and then last but not least, uh, my favorite question to ask every single person that comes on this show Favorite curse word? Probably the German word. Uh, am I allowed to say it? Yes, you are. Scheiser. I okay. love the good German one. 
you, you know what? It's just that like, it's it's one thing to curse in English, but when you add another language in there, oh, there's just another feel to it that just, you know, you hit somebody heavier with it. Like, like I'm fluent in Spanish. Uh-huh. And I loved, I loved just, oh yeah, chingase. I'm like, oh, myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, so jinga, what does that mean? Uh, jinga, right? So when you tell someone chingase, it's equivalent to telling someone, hey, fuck you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I've learned that today. <laughs> oh, there you go. Something, something you could take away with you. So when someone says something to you, you know, you can just let them know. Just be like. Mm. In Spanish. Yeah. Chingase. <laughs> but that is it for all the questions. So, you know, with that being said, Kiara, I need you to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. So you can find me on Instagram or Twitter with the same handle. That's Kiara underscore wrestler, which is K-I-A-R-A, then a little underscore, then wrestler. And on Facebook, it's Kiara space dash space wrestler. And same on YouTube, Kiara dash wrestler. I have eight by tens available. They are on beautiful shiny matte cards so not too shiny not too reflective i hand sign every single one they're printed really high resolution so you can see every tiny detail of my face if that's what you want to see <laughs> and i send those out to the us to germany to australia even i send those out worldwide and you can find those on my facebook on i promote them regularly on my instagram and i'm happy to get in touch i look at all my dms and i answer them and any questions you have for me or any opportunities, come contact me on any platform and I'll be happy to answer. And there you go. She's very open to talking to all of her fans, as you guys can clearly see. But that is it for the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. And as, as I said, I am your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. But this being Now Entering the Ring with our first international guest, Kiara. And you guys know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there, or you just. Just wait till the end of this episode. Wait till the outro and another episode of ours is going to play. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to Twitter.com, right? Go over there. Find us at the Three Count underscore pod. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give us a subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.